Hello, welcome to episode two, Birdland Podcast. I am Jeff. As always, I am joined by my good friend Jordan. Hey, hey, hey. I'm still here. How you doing, Jordan? I'm good. How you doing, Jeff? I am great. It is Wednesday night, April 26th, pre-draft night, or draft eve, as I like to call it. Big, big deal. I'm very excited. So Jordan and I, as always, are going to talk Baltimore sports, maybe some other miscellaneous topics. We've been getting a lot of feedback. Want to talk about other subjects besides Baltimore yeah, sports? people have been coming up to us on the street, all 16 of our subscribers. I think I think they just line the floors of this apartment building. So Jordan, you have you listened to the first podcast that we did. I have listened to some of it, but I yeah. I did not listen to all of it. But tell me what you thought and what you're hearing on the streets. I think people are liking it. I, I mean, I don't really know if anybody's listened to the whole thing through. <laughs> and uh, there was a couple of times that you had said, "Why don't we edit that out?" We definitely didn't edit that out. We did not. No, but somehow we we passed without getting the parental advisory sticker. So, I I I take that as a badge of honor. We did discover in the last week that there was another podcast, or I should say, there is another podcast with the Birdland name, Birdland, yes. Birdland Baltimore, or something like that. And I just like to say hello to both of them. And we welcome them to listen to our podcast. Then us, we'll listen to their podcast, and uh, we're welcome to have them guests, have them as guests. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to start a foursome, we're ready. Let's go. You know, the main feedback that I'm getting is actually people want to be guests. Yes. We've gotten some interesting comments around less about Baltimore sports, more about stuff that other people can talk about. Yeah, actually, we got one comment about the potential guest star to talk about Real Housewives of New York. I've got another comment who wants to talk about next season of The Bachelorette. So I guess that's the same person. <laughs> we are happy to, to talk about other things. In fact, we've got some other miscellaneous topics. You know what I'm upset about, though? Steve Smith didn't call. Uh, I don't think he's one of our 18 did subscribers. You get, did you get your hat yet? I did not get a hat. Okay. This is... We're going to need to work on this. We gotta, Why? I think it's good. we got to take... to. No, the podcast? No, oh. the podcast is great. I'm okay, talking good. about the, the hat thing. Oh, the hat. Yes, I will work on my hat. All right, we got to take the social media with us. So we have a lot to talk about today. It's been more than a week since the last podcast that we did. The main thing that's happened this week, even in a pre-draft week, which is normally where I'm focused, is, boy, the Orioles are killing it. First place, Baltimore Orioles. Been amazing, though I will say they're tied 3-3 right now against Tampa Bay. It's too bad. Another quality start by Dylan Bundy, and they couldn't give him a win. But uh, they've been great. They've been great. I, I'd say, if anything, it's, uh, it's, it's the starting pitching been extremely surprising. The, pit, the pitching's been incredible. I had a stat the other day. Six starting pitchers this year have, gone, have had quality starts. Six in the whole major leagues? Or six, no, six, six for the Orioles? Six for the Orioles have yes. had quality starts. Yeah. Which is incredible. How many did we have last year? I mean, probably six the whole season, but six within the first few weeks is is awesome. You know, first place, our hitting has been bad. I mean, we, we obviously can hit. We're capable of hitting. The past 10 days or so, we've been no, struggling there, there, to hit. There was a stretch, four games last week. I believe we gave up three runs in total over those four games. You know, And we, you know, we won three of four, which is amazing. It's the kind of team where, honestly, after every game, I think they have a chance to win you know, the World Series or, boy, this team might stink. You never really know with these guys because they can look awful in a game 
and then they they can look great. Well, I mean, if if you remember, I was a staunch supporter of 162 and 0. I actually thought we had a chance. <laughs> That's true, but we didn't. Um, I, so so let's let's bring up one player that I'm just totally shocked by, Wade Miley. He's fantastic. He's awesome. You know, I was talking to my dad the other day. I don't even remember signing this guy. When did we get him? We did. It was uh, Wade Miley we got from Seattle, I believe. Or was it Arizona? We traded for him. Uh, It was Arizona. It was Arizona. I I feel like in the last number of years, we've had a number of either free agent or trades for veteran pitchers that have really been terrible. And this might be the first one that will work out. Yeah, and usually the terrible ones are a little bit out of shape. Wade Miley has a huge double chin, um, <laughs> which that um, makes him cheaper. Yeah, I, yeah, he really he can. I guess he can get behind the fastball, but uh, very surprising. He almost threw a no hitter the other day. It was like a one hitter. Let's talk about Brad Brad Brock. It's a hard name to say. Brad Brock. Brad Brock. Every every week we have one name that's impossible to say. But can you say Brad Brock three times? Last week it was Timmy Jernigan, which I've practiced <laughs> since then. I've, I've nailed, even though he's not well, on never, our team never anymore. You're never going to have to say his name again. Uh, Brad Brock, just filling in fantastically. Oh, my God. I actually think, at this point right now, he's a better pitcher than Britton. He is firing the ball. I agree. I, I, like 120 but, miles per hour. But Britton did it for a whole season. I mean, let's, let's be careful. It's I hope April. he comes back. One of the most important things to remember is it's April, and it's cold out, and I think that might be affecting some of the the hitting. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is base running. We suck at base running. No, we I do. watched. I watched the game. I watched the game. This is probably last weekend. Second, we don't have speed. We don't have speed. But did you see Adam Jones stretch the single into a double two nights ago? I saw. I did not see that, but I saw us get thrown at, at third twice in one game. One time stretch, both well, both times stretching a double to a triple, we should not have done that. I think it was one time it was a sing, uh, a guy from first trying to get to third on a single. Second time was a double trying to stretch on a single. Both awful. We we suck at base running. We get thrown out way too much. I also suck at base running. Well, I used to get in a lot of rundowns in little league. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> You're it aggressive. Was, it was overconfidence. I still have that same trait, I guess. Let's play a game. We're going to do our first Birdland podcast game. Mm. Are you excited? Are we going to play some music? Sure. Insert music here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play a game I invented called Are You Worried? I'm going to say things, and you tell me whether you're worried. Very simple game. First, Are You Worried? Kevin Gosman. Go. I am worried about Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman has been a huge disappointment. Uh, what's his ERA like? Seven eighteen. It's in the eights. It, he's all, he's sadly on my fantasy team. It's not good. Um, I was I was actually going to say in the beginning of the year, it seemed like with all these hot stars we have on the team, that the last man out was probably going to be Ubaldo. Uh, right now, it looks like the odd man out might be Kevin Gossman. He's. I've read that he says he he can't grip the ball right for some of his pitches. His arm's a little tired. There's. There's a lot going on there. Look, he's obviously still a pretty young guy. He's obviously got a history of being great. Oh, by the way, we're doing all of this without Chris Tillman. Yeah. So if he comes back, yeah, let's, t- let's t- give Gossman some rest. Tillman comes back, Gossman could be destined for a... 
maybe a bullpen assignment, maybe uh, maybe minor leagues. But I'm worried. Second, are you worried? All right, so that's a one for one. Second, are you worried? Are you trying to make me worried about it? I'm going to throw a softball here. Manny Machado. He's batting under under 200. Okay, so I want to ask you a question. Have you noticed that Manny Machado is unbuttoning his top two buttons (laughs) and his shirt is flying all over the place? I think everyone in Baltimore is noticing that. I don't understand what this is, this this unbuttoned shirt thing. In fact, he's up to bat right now. Let's see, he buttoned his shirt back up. And what day is it? April, April, what day is it? April 26th. April 26th, mark the day, Manny Machado buttoned his shirt up in the 10th inning. Um, perhaps it's leading to this this hitting slump he's in. I am not worried about Manny Machado. Maybe maybe, maybe the, the, the massive contract that he's got coming up is in his head, but I'm not worried about Manny Machado. We, we're going to have a couple years to talk about the massive contract and all of our hopes and fears around that massive contract. True. Next, are you worried? By the way, the the unbuttoning the shirt thing, that's got to go. I don't understand it. It's not. It good. looks sloppy. It it doesn't look good for anybody, Manny. I I don't know what your relationship Wait, status can, is, but let's button this up. Can we bring up one other Manny Machado topic? Uh, Did he mean to injure? Oh, oh. So this is this is a few days. We're past it now. Um, but this was a, this was the the story of last weekend in baseball. Yeah. Um, Did you see the pitch that they threw right at his head? Yes. So I don't think we need to recap it. He he slid into the Red Sox second uh, second baseman. What's his name? Dustin Pedroia. Pedroia. It was. I saw. I saw it. I saw it live. Actually, I've been watching a lot of Orioles. I saw it live. It looked like it was a late slide. He tried to. He tried to not injure him. He yeah. tried to help him kind of get landed correctly. Pedroia is like 40 years old. Yeah, but like I said, I'm a terrible base runner. If it was me and I you was about to be thrown out at second, I would definitely slide right into a guy. In fact, I would probably slide right into his crotch. They threw it on. Manny seems Manny's an emotional guy. He, he plays with a lot of heart and also he's not he doesn't seem well liked around the league. He no. also seems he seems both liked and not no, liked. No, I actually guy. think I think he is well liked by his teammates, but I think that some people think that he's getting a little bit of a of an ego. Which is well we can bring it all back to that the, he's bring have. it all back to the floppy shirt. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's right. I mean maybe they were not He thinks they, uniforms don't apply. Maybe they were throwing at him not for the Pedroia injury, but because he was just showing a little bit too much chest hair. He's attracting all the wives around the league. <laughs> True. Next, are you worried? Yes. Mark Trumbo. Mark Trumbo. Mark Trumbo, also on my fantasy team, sadly. Let me tell you, okay, so Mark Trumbo. I'm a little worried about Mark Trumbo, but when it comes down to it, Mark Trumbo knows how to get a fly ball to get the man home. I don't think Mark Trumbo is going to be a 40-homer guy again. That was a little bit of a fluke, but Mark Trumbo's solid. I'm not worried. I agree with that. He's not going to lose his roster. He's a vet. It's April. He's not going to lose his roster. Let's not spot. freak out. I think she, he's actually hitting but, the ball uh, pretty hard. If Trumbo, he's not making as much if, contact but, as I want him to, but he's when he's making contact, he's hitting the ball hard. If Trumbo doesn't come around in a month or so, you have Joey Ricard, who can play that position in right field and can hit and can be a nice platoon with, with Mark Trumbo. But I don't think you're counting on Mark Trumbo as an everyday starter this year. But I'm not worried. I agree with all of that. Next, are you next? Are you worried? Global warming. Global warming. <laughs> are you worried? Um, 
Am I worried? Um, well, it would be really nice to be able to swim to my new apartment. <laughs> you are near the water. <laughs> so I'm not worried because then I could buy a boat in New York City. By the way, Trey Mancini makes up for a lot of Trumbo's deficiencies. Yes. Yes. If Trumbo starts really getting going south, yeah. Mancini, he's DHing right now. He can do more. I think that becomes a little bit more of a platoon until Trumbo kind of gets it back again. I agree, but Trey Mancini is a guy you got to play every day, so I don't know if there's a platoon situation there. Mancini looks like he's swinging a toothpick when he, swing, when he swings the bat. The guy's got bat speed beyond anything. <laughs> he misses a he, lot. He doesn't have gigantic arms or anything. I don't no. know how. I mean, I don't know how he swings the bat like that. But when he hits the ball out, it looks like he just like flicks it out of the park. It's amazing. Last, are you worried? North Korea. We've gotten um, to some some big, pretty big issues on the Birdland podcast. Yeah, we're, I told I told people we'd go a little bit more miscellaneous, talk uh, about some of the big issues. Again, I don't. I, so I'm a little bit worried about North Korea. I'm a little bit worried that Kim Jong-un is letting his haircut get to his head. Mm. No pun intended. Uh, because he looks a little bit like a cross between um, Kim Jong-un and a Teletubby. <laughs> um, so he's like a Kim Jong-un Teletubby now. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think that they have anything in those canisters. Uh, not worried about North Korea. Selfishly hoping North Korea uh, continues to be a distraction so that the bond market will stay low. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll edit that out. Um, all right, well, that was our uh, first edition of Are You Worried? How did you, how did you enjoy that? I, I loved it. I, it sounded gone. The other big thing that happened this week is... Release of the NFL schedule. Yes. I, I love it. I get to plan out my weeks in September, October, November. And it gives us podcast material. We are both holders of season tickets to the Baltimore Ravens with our family members. We travel in from New York. Again, we are in New York City. We travel in from New York to Baltimore to attend Ravens games. And Have you already bought your Amtrak tickets? No, I'm going to drive this year. Oh, Yes. I'm in the Amtrak to some of them, uh, but I'm. Are I'm you going to take Alexa a to a game? My daughter Alexa will not attend her first game this year. She is, I think. What's the earliest age you you bring a kid to a Ravens game? I'd say five. probably three. I, okay, I was going to say I, five. At the point that they can say a player's name, but they need a little bit of attention span. Uh, yeah, I think three, 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 maybe. I I think you got to. They got to be able to name a player, be able to see the field without you holding them up the entire time. True. Okay. We're gonna go through the entire Ravens schedule. Yep. I think we have time for it. Do it. I got time for it. I have all the time in the world. So here's what we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna do it. Uh, we both have the schedule in front of us. I have listed all of the wins and losses, which I think we're going to achieve. You have not, but. You're a pretty smart guy. You can answer on the fly here. And we're going to compare. We're going to go over the full record. Again, this is pre-draft. We'll probably do this again. And, let, and let's let's go into this saying, the stakes are high. We missed the playoffs the stakes are high the for us. four years. Guessing the stakes the are high for us because you could be the next John Harbaugh. But <laughs> for John Harbaugh in specific, we don't have a winning season and a playoff season. I think Harbaugh's done. We can talk about that later, but let's... 
let's see. Uh, I was I was actually thinking the stakes were high for a different reason. I think we both compare our schedules to the actual final results and see who was closer to the correct, not only win loss total but the correct games which have been won and lost. And it's mm. a contest. And what do I win? I, what do our listeners win? <laughs> oh, by the way, we should mention, we haven't mentioned this yet. We have a Twitter, what is it, Twitter handle? Yeah. What is it, Jordan, what's our Twitter handle? Um, it is twitter.com slash... <laughs> twitter.com slash... <laughs> Listen... Is, wait, hold on. Are we the only Twitter handle that doesn't start with like an at symbol? <laughs> we are at... We're at, I can't remember, okay. <laughs> but it's definitely not Birdland Podcast. I think it's Duh Birdland Cup Podcast. I'll let you all know later. Okay. We will edit in the, the Twitter handle because what we want is for people to be commenting on comments here. Or we want to hear people, whether they're worried or not. We want to hear people's takes on the schedule. If you're in New York and you're a Twitter subscriber, we're I happy to have hear, you on the podcast. I we we mention special guests. I want to hear people's caricature of Kim Jong-un. That's what I want to know. And we're also going to take questions. Not not, not today. I would really love if someone would ask a question. So you can, you can reach us on Twitter at... And by email... Do we have an email? No. Okay. <laughs> we should we should get an email. Only Twitter. Not a, no. People, we need an, people I don't, don't have Twitter. Go with traditional means of communication. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll work on we'll work on the email. They can also call you at. <laughs> they cannot call. Well, maybe we should set up an email. Five 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 five. Ravens Birdland Podcast. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> go. No. Okay. No. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's go through the schedule. Are you ready? Yeah. Week one at Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. So week one is going to be at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati has had our number over the last several years. I believe uh, they're 7-3 against us in the last 10 games. Um, mm. they, have, they have been a, a thorn in our side, especially with Marvin Lewis. Uh, I agree. Marvin Lewis is untouchable, apparently, in Cincinnati. Because no matter what they do, they won't fire Marvin Lewis. But he knows how to play defense against us. So it's going to be a tough game. Uh, that said... We're, by the way, we're terrible in Cincinnati. We're much better on paper than there. We, we are better on paper. We typically lose in Cincinnati. It's almost always the last game of the year rather than the first game yeah, of the year. I think these guys are going to be fired up. I agree. I, I, don't, I don't think they lose. Do you have a win for that game? It's a W. I, what do you I, think? I also have a win for that game. I think we're fired up. I think we have a great draft. Again, so, TBD. We'll t hey, by the way, post-draft podcast, coming a little sooner than this one. We're going to do this maybe Saturday or yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I think, I think exactly. We'll, we'll talk about the needs that. in a minute. But uh, I think we have a 1-0 team. 1-0, win your first game on the road, come home against Cleveland. Second game, Cleveland Browns at home. Are you kidding me? This isn't even a question. I mean, who, who even knows? No, we are not going to lose to Cleveland. Who's our quarterback right now? Well. Wow. 
So Cleveland has options. I mean, they may draft someone tomorrow. They may draft someone number one. They may draft someone number 12. They got a few draft picks. <laughs> they have Brock Osweiler. Couldn't have, even get along with a coach in Houston. They they actually got a second-round pick to get him. They got Cody Kessler. You remember him. He was Ooh. benched against us last year. Jew. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Maybe. So we agree Cleveland. I used to have a dog named Cody. We agree, we agree for now. Cody. Uh, big, Cleveland's big up, a win. Big ups to Cody. Cleveland's a win. Cleveland's a win. All right, so now 2-0. and oh. Week 3. This is going to be a fun we one. We both agree. So, by the way, uh, I think I'm going to go to week, London. Week three? Yeah. I, I, I wish I could. I have a wedding that weekend. It's, but. Uh, it would be amazing. So, Jacksonville. Jacksonville in London. London. I think it's another Are You Kidding Me game. I love this game. I think this is a, this is a 100% for sure win. Look, we're pre-draft again. Jacksonville may draft a quarterback tomorrow. He may be awesome. Jacksonville's actually got a team. They have a Ted Bortles. Oof. They do, but I think they're going to end up drafting a quarterback. I think they are too. Uh, uh, yeah. A little, uh, let's call this a TBD. But for now, I like the fact that we're playing in London. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's secretly a lot of Ravens fans in London. I don't yeah, know. You know. I don't know for sure about that. Harbaugh requested to not have a bye week after London, which is interesting because now we have the bye week in week ten. Um, but I think it's uh, for sure a win. All right, so we're three and zero, and then we come home against Pittsburgh. Great start. This is a primetime game. Primetime game. At home. Our rivals. We started three and zero. We're coming home from London. It was a nine thirty a.m. game, so we got time to come home. What is your take on this game? Are you talking about Jacksonville or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. <sighs> I feel bad giving them a loss. Um, I don't. I, this is a really tough one. Look, we can go sixteen and zero. It's they were, okay. You they were able to, to hold on to the three-headed monster there. You know, they got everybody back. They did. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has been a killer. Brown we need a defensive lineman in the draft. for us. No, this is this is why you draft the defensive lineman in the first round. We're going to get to the draft in, in I know, just but I'm saying this game is why you draft the defensive lineman in the first round. So I would say this is a toss-up if they draft a top-quality defensive lineman and or they can get a shutdown corner in the draft. Right. It's a win. I'm going to give you half-half for that one. It's a 50-50? You're going to pick a half game. Okay, uh, no, I, I'm not going to pick a half I, game. I'm going to give them a loss. I've never done that before against Pittsburgh. I've, I also gave them a loss. I picked this last week. I gave them a loss for this game. This is the journalistic me. The fan says a win. 3-0. They come home. They're a little arrogant. They get the loss to Pittsburgh. It's annoying. I'm probably... Do you think the schedule makers did this to mess with us because we asked for that bye week to happen later? So they said, okay, you guys go to London and then you play so. Pittsburgh. You know, no one got a, actually a bye that week. They stopped with the week four buys. And I think ah. it's a great call. Way to go, NFL. I wonder Roger if we're Goodell. responsible for Roger that. Roger Goodell. You did something well. Is that a golf club? That is a golf club for Goodell. Okay, Oakland Raiders. At Oakland Raiders. 4.05 p.m. October 8th. I have this as a loss. Uh, in Oakland. Derek Carr Derek is Carr a great is quarterback. We, but can he come back from that injury? We do not play well on the road. This could be the... I think traveling in this direction, we don't play well. Probably traveling east 
which we've never done before because we've never played. There's no more east on the ocean until London. Uh, we're probably okay going west. It's tough, but I'm gonna disagree with you here. You gotta win because this is an emotion game. If they lose uh, in Pittsburgh, this is a must-win game. They know this is a must-win season. Oakland's a win. Chicago Bears. Wow, we're gonna have, we're gonna have our good friend Adam on this one for a special guest. Of, I think appearance. it's no contest. We're gonna kill the Bears. Cakewalk. Particularly if we lose to Oakland, we're gonna kill the Bears. There's no there's not, there's no chance. Mm-hmm. Adam, I'm sorry, you're gonna be crying. This is definitely a win. Mark it down. I have them five and one at this point. At home against a team with a bad quarterback. The nice thing about the Ravens is. It's, in Harbaugh, even under Billick, it's usually a guarantee. The next one's a little more tricky. At Minnesota Vikings. I don't see it that tricky because I think their offense is downright bad. Hmm. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is much of a quarterback. Now, well, sorry, Teddy Bridgewater is not even the quarterback anymore. He may, he may or may not be their quarterback. It's a little unclear right now. They got Sam Bradford last year. Right, but Bradford's getting a little long in the tooth. I mean, I I, I don't know. I think he was Teddy Bridgewater year, is a little good. bit of a water buffalo standing back there. I think, again, this comes down to the defensive line. If we can make our defensive line work for us and we can get to the quarterback against Minnesota, we, we're going to eat them alive. I'm 6-1 and one here, buddy. Sometime on the podcast, we're going to have to go into how we should have drafted Stephon Diggs. Uh, I also have a win for that game, by the way. It's Stephon, a win. Stephon Diggs from Maryland. We should have drafted him. That was we definitely nice. should have drafted Stephon Diggs. I should have drafted Stephon Diggs in my fantasy league last year, and I didn't. Um, next week at home, October 26th, Miami Dolphins. We usually play well against the Dolphins. We do. I, so far, this schedule is I'm pretty much schedule. A, a poof. Um, you never know who's going to be good and who's yeah, not. Yeah, I, yes. I, I think, again, Miami Miami is a team that's always very confusing because they're, they're always 500. And on any given Sunday, Miami is that team that, that usually comes back and beats us in a stupid game. Uh, it's a loss for me wow. because we're going to, again, let something slip. I think we're going to overlook this game. I have a win on that game. We never lose against Miami. It's pretty much a guaranteed win. Whether we play them in Miami, we play them at home. I like us. I always like us at home. That's a win for me. At Tennessee Titans. Right, so do we have the same record at this point? Are we six and two? We're seven and two now. Seven and two. Uh, six and two. Sorry. Six and two. Yep. I have six and two. Okay, at Tennessee. Hmm. Who's their quarterback right now? Um, his second year guy. Oh, uh, uh, Mariota. Mariota, yes. Tennessee's a tough team. I like Mariota actually. I think Tennessee. Tennessee is a team that's up and coming right now. And they're gonna get a big, uh, a good draft pick as well. At Tennessee. Uh, it's a toss up. I think if we lose to Miami, we beat Tennessee. I think okay. if we beat Miami, we lose to Tennessee. Either way, we're going lo- into this bye week no, seven and two. You're not helping me with recording the scores, but you had us losing to Miami, so I'm going to have you beating Tennessee. I also right. have us beating Tennessee, even though I had us beating Miami. Honestly, 
Mariota's good. He's not great. I think we can stop him. I think we can stop him when he runs. I think we're talking about 7-2 and two going into the bye week. That's what it looks like. Then it gets a little harder. This is this is where the schedule gets a little at harder. Green Bay. What 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 date is this? I don't have dates on my schedule. We're gonna is be this in, November. We're gonna be November nineteenth at Green Bay. It could be like a summer's day. It's talking about global warming. You weren't worried. It could or be a summer's you, day in Green worried? Bay. Uh, well, Aaron Rodgers, as usual, is gonna be a nightmare. Um, we have beefed up that secondary, so I think it's gonna be a very Close game, it's a loss. Sadly, I also sadly have it as a loss. I'm a seven and three guy here. We're not we're not beating Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. The quarterbacks who can throw against us are the quarterbacks who can beat us. And when we're away, it only compounds the issue. Wolfie McWolferstein. Houston Texans, at home, the following week. Speaking oh, of defensive, by lines. the way, Monday night, we don't have a ton of Monday uh, night at home games this year. Monday night at home. Defensive line showdown. J.J. Watt coming into Baltimore. We're going to shut him down. We don't like those kinds of egos. We shut him down. I, if I shut him down, you they mean They don't have a quarterback. I also have us winning that game. So we are very well aligned on this guy. Are we 8-3? and three? We are 8-3 and three at this point, and it's been a good year. There's always one fluky loss. That might be it. Do the... That might be it, sure, but I don't think we lose in prime time in this case. Uh, I, I think I this is. See. I think this team is going to come into this season looking to regain their pride. And this you know, is not other, a team that you lose to when you're looking to regain your pride. The other I could see is Chicago Bears, and Adam's gonna be laughing at that. But they they got this new quarterback from Tampa. Who knows how he is? They're a team. They they've got history. They've got defense. I'll, I guess. I mean, we we're a little fluky against some of these teams. Who, no who knows? chance. No chance we lose that game. Right, There's other keep, games I'd say. We let's lose. keep going. We got uh, five more. Detroit, it was both Miami and Tennessee. Detroit Lions at home. Detroit Lions. More they don't. They don't even know who December. they are. I don't. I don't think there's even a chance here. You think it's a win? I mean, it depends on the draft. They're 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 a they're an okay team. Well, let's 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 mention a few things about the Detroit Lions for a second. Jim Caldwell. Yep. Our former coordinator. Lodi Nada. I'm su- I'm I can't surprised he's still out playing. I, I'm surprised as well. <laughs> we we are agreement on that. He will be in the Ring of and, Honor. And something we didn't mention last week because ESPN's transaction page was terrible. Rick Wagner. Signed a huge contract to go to Detroit. He did. Our starting right tackle, who I really liked. Huge I agree. Contract. Rick Wagner was great. I, they overpaid for him significantly. They definitely overpaid for him significantly. We don't have a right tackle right now. We haven't talked about this yet. No, I we'll think get uh, into we're going to get into the draft. Yonda. Yonda's going to be a right tackle. No, we stop it. Stop it. Yonda's uh, fine at tackle. You want to disagree about something? We're going to disagree about that. Uh, what do you have for Detroit? Now I'm getting angry. Detroit is a win. I also have it as a win. Wait, were you angry because we have the same record? Nine and three. Nine and three. This is when we start gloating to our Giants fans friends. <laughs> and we live in New York, so we have a lot of Giants fans friends. Which is also hard to say. Giants fan friends. Always tie it up 4-4 in the bottom oh, of the 11th. Way to go. Who was that? Jonathan Scope. 
sack fly and with the bases loaded. Unbelievable. For all those listening live, the Orioles... And no one's listening live, by the bottom way. Bottom of the not, 11th. This is not getting posted to iTunes until Thursday. No, nope. this, this is absolutely this is, not live. Is, people need to listen to this the morning of the draft because You're otherwise... In a time capsule. Um, next week at Pittsburgh, Sunday night, 8.30, unless it gets flexed. Sunday, 8.30 p.m. at Pittsburgh. This game is going to be a fight. They're both going to have the same record. I guarantee it. 9-3? and 9-3. It's a loss. If we win the first game, this is a loss. One and one. There's no way we're taking the tiebreaker outright against Pittsburgh. I also have it as a loss, and that sucks because that means we got swept by Pittsburgh during the season. No, no, no. No, I had Pittsburgh, the first Pittsburgh game as a win. Did you? I think. Yeah, I think you did. All right, well. First Pittsburgh game's a win. Second one's a loss. We're going to. We will not let ourselves get swept. I had us getting swept, and that's a bummer. And it still bugs me from last year. At Cleveland Browns, Sunday, December 17th. Win. Win also on my part. 10 and 4. Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. So we're 10 and 4 right now. You got to think we make the playoffs at 11 and 5. It's a little bit iffy at 10 and 6. We have two more games Indianapolis and Indianapolis at, at home. Andrew Luck coming into town. Embarrassed after last year. I had them both question mark, question mark. Because what kind of team is this going to be? This is a great back half of the schedule, by the way. The, the front hey, half can of the we schedule talk about the, the fact? No, this back half. Can we talk about the fact that in the back half of the schedule, there's only really three away games, five home games. It's and, pretty good. And we finally finish at home, which is... Not obviously been the case it's for been, many years. It's been in Cincinnati for year after year after year. So anyway, Indianapolis, Andrew Luck. Hard to say until we no, see at the home, drafts. At home, Indianapolis. At yeah. Home person, yeah. Andrew Luck coming into town. Hard to say without the draft, but I have to give it a win. I'm also going to give it a win. He's He gets frustrated against top secondaries, and I, and I, I am convinced this is a top secondary. So this year. eleven and four going into the last week uh, at Cincinnati or against Cincinnati. I'm used to, so used to saying at Cincinnati in the last week. Against Cincinnati in the last week, we're eleven and four. We both agree on that. What do you think the last game is? Postseason versus Cincinnati. We're eleven and four. Is this a twelve and four team right now? I don't know. It's hard to say. I, if I'm looking at the game. In Cincinnati, and it depends what they're fighting for in the playoffs. But at 11-4, and four, you're fighting for a number one seed. Cincinnati is a win. 12-4. and four. I have it as a loss just because I don't think we're playing for much at that point. And you don't think that's a number one seed type game? No. At 11-4, and four, you don't think 12-4 and four gets a number one seed? No. You think 13-3? I, I, I think we ease up and we take the... We either take the division. Well, that's a good question. I mean, Pittsburgh's going to have a good team. Pittsburgh's going to have a good team. Of course, New England's going to be there. I have it as a loss. I don't think we play well against Cincinnati, and I was uncomfortable having the first game away as a win. So I have them at eleven and five. You have them at twelve and four for the season. It's a pretty. It's it, it's a, it's a pretty simple schedule. The first half of the schedule gives them a lot of confidence. The second half of the schedule is tough. Question for you. What's, yes. your, what's your favorite game this year? 
what is the game that you are most looking forward to as a Ravens fan? That's a great question. Thank you. I would say, I mean, you always have to look forward to the Pittsburgh games. But I would say week five at Oakland. No, that, it's going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be, be really a, good. a game that's worth looking forward to. Here's a, here's a secret one that I'm looking forward to at Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Tennessee's up-and-coming team, I think that will be a barometer for how we are this year. If we play well away against an up-and-coming team, oh, which is, I guess, very similar to your Oakland yeah. slash, I guess, Las yeah, Vegas. This is, Oakland is a pivotal game in Week 5. This is when you either are 4-1 or 3-2. and two. Makes a huge difference in your season. What do you think about this this Oakland Las Vegas situation? I mean, are their fans going to be a little bit disheartened. Their by the fans fact that are extremely disheartened, but I'm not disheartened. I'm really excited about it. All right. Are you? Fair enough. Aren't you excited to go to Vegas and watch the Raiders play? You know what I'm excited about? With David Carr. You know what I'm excited about that we've been talking for 35 minutes and haven't even touched upon the NFL draft yet. No. This is. The NFL draft by We're 36 tw- minutes in, Jeff. 24 hours from now, we will have picked our first round pick, unless we trade it away, which sometimes we do. In Ozzy, we trust. Um, we will have picked our first round pick. I think it'll be a really interesting draft. I don't know how much you've been reading about the draft. It's pretty wild this year. Uh, a lot of things could happen. There could be a ton of quarterbacks picked, there could be no quarterbacks picked, could be a ton of receivers picked early. Maybe the receivers go later. There's a lot of defensive uh, backs. There's a lot of pass rushers, but also no one's really clear on who's good, who's not good. It's 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 a, it's fascinating. I have been really liking it. So I'm so I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make some bold predictions here. But you go ahead. Tell me what you think. Let me ask you a few questions. Yeah. So I'm looking at a list of the top eight projected players in mock drafts for the Ravens. Yeah. And there's essentially three positions that that people think we're going to draft. And I'm going to ask you those three positions and which one is your top pick. Forget about the players. You got your top pick of position, second pick of position, third pick of position. Yep. And if there's anyone else you'd rather have. So I'm going to name them. Number one, wide receiver. Number two, defensive end. Number three, offensive line. And which actually is tackle or guard, because there are no. a couple. I, I, I said this when we were going through the schedule. Number one is defensive end. I think our number one need is defensive end. That said, at the 16th pick, you don't get a first-round caliber defensive end. Maybe. This draft has a lot of defensive uh, ends. I don't know. There's there's talk about uh, someone named Takarist McKinley. I can't say I've watched him play. I like the name. It's a great name. Great name. Taco. There's talk about someone named Derek Barnett, mm. Hassan Reddick. Oh, I've seen Hassan Reddick. I think Hassan Reddick. Do you have a problem with Hassan Reddick? He's from Temple. The problem with Hassan Reddick is he's he's like a safety playing linebacker. He's not a big buff guy that's going to be able to get by monster offensive linemen. Uh, he there was a reason he played for Temple. Okay, so with all of those names, so defensive I'm gonna... end. Pass rusher is your least priority in the first. I'm game. going to tell you who I think we're going to take. What do you think? Okay, well I haven't. Okay, ready? Gone. This is gone who there. I think. Okay. I'm going to tell you in the first two rounds, 
you are going to be surprised. Because I believe round one, we get a guy who reminds me uncannily of Anquan Bolden. We know he wants to come to the Ravens. I've read a lot of interviews with him already where he's been talking high about the Ravens. Corey Davis from Western Michigan. Have you seen this guy play? I, I have seen him play. and The guy is a beast. I, lo- I love him. I would, I, I would kill I would also for Corey Davis in the first round. Corey Davis. I mean, Corey he Davis. fights for the ball. I, I, I thought the name you were going to mention there is Mike Williams. No. From Clemson, who I also, he's enormous and he's good. He's slow, but he's good. Like Anquan Bolden. Don't kill me, Anquan Bolden. Um, Orioles just won. 5-4. Right. Bottom five of the 11th. Walked it the in. walk. On four pitches. The rare walk Tampa for the Bay Orioles. truly sucks. Okay. Right. See, and this is what we have going on during these podcasts. We have <laughs> Oriole games in the background. We are true fans. We are distracted. If you hear a pause, it's because something good is, or bad is happening for the Orioles. Okay, so go on. Corey Davis. I Mike like. Williams. I also like Mike Williams. I'd actually probably prefer you like Mike, Williams? Mike Williams to Corey I, I don't, Davis. I don't think so. I think he's the receiver we need. He's big. He's athletic. He can get the ball on a jump ball, which is... He can. I mean, we're but all that, thinking, But that's what you have... You, you were obviously remember the Anquan Bolden playing the Super Bowl where Flacco basically threw it up for grabs. Yes, but Anquan Bolden was not a big fourth guy. Fourth and one or... Anquan Bolden 6-1. I agree. So, okay, so now I'm going to blow your mind. Okay, I have, I don't have second a third. round. Oh, second round. Second round, Jabril Peppers falls. Mm. Safety, linebacker hybrid that can rush the passer. Hit the old diluted sample. This is a guy who's going to play a middle linebacker, kind of hawker type role. He nobody can. The problem is, and I I've been doing a lot of reading. The problem is nobody can place him as a true linebacker or a true safety. He's like a the honey badger. Well, he's a little bit like a honey badger. I don't but he's see not falling. a first round pick. Jabril Peppers see in the him second round. To the second round. I don't I don't see it because I think enough people think I can do something. Football football coaches are happy, right? They think, oh, I can figure this guy out. I can make something happen so, with him. So I have a question. So if Jabril Peppers falls to number thirty two in the first round. And we're stocked up on third round picks. Do you move up to get him? Well, here's here's the thing. I will never think twice about them signing Jabril Peppers because Jim Harbaugh and John yes. Harbaugh are obviously talking. And if Jim says yes, John will say yes, and I'm gonna say yes. Where do we where do we play him? Is he Jabril a Peppers? Yeah, is he a safety? Yes. No, well, no, no. He's not well, a safety. You know, he's a we linebacker. Just, we have he's a linebacker. He's a pass covered, covering linebacker. He's a he's a linebacker who can rush the passer. He's got a lean, athletic body. The guy can be a player. So he's an outside linebacker for us. Inside, and inside, playing he's in the inside middle. Inside linebacker yes, for us. Inside. So C.J. Mosley and Peppers are inside linebackers next Would year. Would that be crazy? I mean, it'd be it would be crazy. It would be amazing. I mean, to replace a guy like I don't, I don't know if he is an Zach inside Orr. linebacker. Zach Orr, remember, Zach Orr retired, neck issue. We're looking for an inside linebacker who's an athletic hybrid type. Zach Orr wasn't truly a linebacker body either. 
The guy was not a big muscle dude. Not like not like a Ray Lewis. I think a Jabril Peppers is that kind of guy. But uh, you might have to fight for him. You might have to you might have to make a trade to move up from the top the end of the first round to get him. I think our linebackers next year are CJ Mosley and Kamale Coria. No way. I think Kamale Coria is a bust of a pick. I've never seen him play. But it seems to me like the guy is not um, ready. He, he obviously wasn't ready last year. I mean, how many snaps did he play last year? Not many. Mm, I think he played snaps, but I don't know if they were important snaps. No. He didn't play very much. He played a lot of special teams. I just I don't know if we have a place. Matt Judon. I don't know if we have a place for Peppers. I, I love our I love our safeties right now. So the thing is, if you want a defensive I mean, end, if you want a true defensive end, a, 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 a I mean, lot like defensive Let's give a shout-out to Tony Jefferson, who we kind of we set back on the podcast last week. I'm very excited about this guy. I also love Weddle. I don't think we need but a safety. But that's why I think Peppers killer. is a safety. I think Peppers is a safety. I, I don't. I mean, you Peppers, also need to replace Darius Webb at some point. We, we already did. No, he came back. He, right. I mean, so do you want to watch the draft tomorrow? Yes, I'm going to be around. Do all of you want to watch the draft? <laughs> Should we live podcast the draft? Uh, I don't know if we, we have that ability. No, we do. We have the ability, but uh, we'd have to do that for our 20 subscribers. We're really sorry to the three people who unsubscribed from us last week. Yeah, what the hell, guys? Um. That's all I got. Actually, it's time to uh, venture into miscellaneous territory. So what's in the what's on the docket? You ready for miscellaneous? Go. So you and I watched a movie two weeks ago. The movie was called Sausage Party. What were your thoughts? <laughs> all right. Uh, for anyone who's seen Sausage Party, it's about uh, fruits and vegetables uh, and various um, cultured meats that are um starts seth rogan yeah that, that find out that they're Jonah actually food Hill. um i thought it was i excellent. thought sausage party is pretty awesome i really enjoyed I it i think our wives hated it here's the question whose wife do you think hated it more yours i thought i was gonna say yours <laughs> <laughs> your, your wife said okay. i'm done about I, halfway into okay. it i still have not watched right, the then, ending. then i have a question for you how many times have you turned on south park and and had your wife stay in the room? The answer is zero, because I'm smart enough not to start it with her in the room. If I watch South Park, Carl, the person <laughs> will not stay. Here's, um, okay, so Sausage Party review. I loved it. I thought it was great. Bravo, Sausage Party. I, I thought it was phenomenal. I would love to watch the second half at some point, because both of us <laughs> we, were. We will like to watch the second half. Resected from it. If you enjoy Sausage Party, <laughs> if you have any of the comments, Tweet us at what is our what is our tweet? Twitter, the Birdland Podcast. The Birdland Podcast. Dot com. They don't. No, I guess they're not dot com. We don't need to look. You know what you guys should do? Use the Google. No, the, the Google is going to be confusing. They should tweet us. They should go to our email. We don't. Have, we're not going to do a Facebook. I assume. Maybe we might do a Facebook. Don't you could send us a Telegram. Oh, by the way. Burger Cookies, if you're listening, we shouted you out on the last, um, what would you call it, description? This is the problem, Jeff. Hook us up. 
if you're expecting a cookie to listen to the podcast, you're <laughs> probably not going to get that, that I'm hookup expecting you're looking for. Joe but if Burger. a person who works for Burger Cookies is listening and you happen to be a Ravens fan, we love your cookies and we want to eat we them. We will do ads. We'll, first of all, we'll do any ads. Yeah, and I, and in the Upper East Side of New York, there is definitely an opportunity to sell burger cookies at a ton of delis. I'm not even thinking about going to door to door to sell it to the delis. No. I'm thinking we will do ads for burger cookies or for whomever. I we have are open advertisements. Did you know that right now is Girl Scout cookies time? Yeah, I do because I've eaten a lot of Girl Scout cookies. There is an, there's like an the, order form bonanza like the, going on in my office. I like the Samoas. Mm. That's number one. Yeah. Secret number two, s'mores cookies. Ah, that's not one I've had a lot of. No, and and every time you have one, you're like, I don't know if I like this, and then thirty seconds later, you're gonna want it. Where's one. Where's Thin Mints go on this? Thin Mints is number three. Excellent question. That's uh, yeah, that's an underdog. I would go Thin Mints number one. I Samoas are number one. I, there's no question about it. And by the way, Girl Scouts, if you want to advertise on the Birdland podcast. Just send us some Samoas or send us any cookies. We are open. And I also realized when I ordered Girl Scout cookies last time that they come in boxes of two. So I placed an order with a guy in my office thinking I was being really nice to his daughter. I ordered five boxes. He gave me ten. That's horrifying. I didn't know what to do with them all. So I left them in the office and I let everyone eat them. Do you want to um, talk about any other miscellaneous items? Um, I was going to talk about the fact that hard-boiled eggs are disgusting for about 20 minutes, but I'm not sure if this is the time and place. Well, we just fed my son hard-boiled eggs today. He actually yeah. loved them, so you guys would not see eye to eye on, on uh, dining. Look, look people, people out in America, if you want to eat hard-boiled eggs, that's fine. I appreciate it if you don't do it around me, but don't make a plate of fruit and then put a hard-boiled egg on top of it and say, call it breakfast. That's disgusting. You're being disgusting. Keep things separate. Hard-boiled eggs should be in a Look, separate get, cup or a separate container, and that's it. And, I could, and also, don't be around me because that's disgusting. I could get into the whole continental breakfast in Europe discussion. For anyone who's ever been to Europe and ordered a continental breakfast for $30 at a hotel, you know what I'm talking about. It's freaking croissants and muffins. There's no eggs. No. There's no juice. No. There's no fruit. There's coffee. It's coffee and bread. It's weird. 30 bucks. Terrible. Never again. And that's it. That's all I have to talk about. Well, thank you guys for and, listening. And I will say, the very first time I've ever watched live that there has been a, a extra innings game with a walk to end the game, the Tampa Bay Rays truly suck. Congratulations, Baltimore Royals. You guys had a great night tonight. We trust you guys. We're excited to talk about you guys all summer. We keep listening to the Birdland Podcast. We'll be on every week. We're going to be on again Saturday or Sunday to talk about the draft. This is Jeff. I, my good friend Jordan's here. We're going to play the song. Play the song. Have a great day. Birdland out.